What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 331. My God, there's so many of these. Oh, the Smartout Moment <laughs> Smack Talk Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Tony Mango. And as you just heard him a second ago, I'm joined by Robert DeFelice. Hello, hello. This is the Hot Tags edition of the week, everybody, as you can tell by the everything, uh, where we break down the current events, the news, the rumors, the gossip, the bullshit, the scuttlebutt, and whatever else went down in the world of professional wrestling over the past couple of days that we feel like talking about. And we're going to try something a little bit different this week than what we've normally done. I've got four main topics that I figured we'd talk about, but Robert had a, has a couple other ones that he wanted to toss out. So we're going to try something that maybe it'll be a, a thing in the future where it's going to be like a grab bag, kind of just toss something out. We're going to get it done quicker in a hiccup, that kind of thing. And uh, we'll just start things off with one of the main topics that I had, though. Uh, this is the oldest story that we have out of the bunch for the main ones, at the very least. The Miz and Maurice have had their baby girl, Monroe Sky Mizanin. She uh, was born Wednesday night. I think it was like 11 o'clock or so is when Maurice posted that. So it's almost a week uh, that she's been there. If you watched Monday Night Raw tonight, you would have seen that uh, The Miz was already talking about the whole, like, oh, I've gotten pooped on and whatever like that. They talked about the whole segment that Miz was on TV. They talked about, yeah, how he has a baby. Yep, and uh, congrats to The Miz. I mean, that's an awesome thing. Very, very glad to hear that, like, there weren't any, you know, complications <laughs> happening or something like that. Like, that would have been horrible to hear. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, it's also really, really good to hear that that means he should be 100% a go for WrestleMania. Mm. If you noticed on Raw, they were kind of teasing that him having a child was going to change his attitude. And I was waiting for him to, like, go, just kidding. I'm going to show my kid when by any means necessary and beat the crap out of Rollins and Balor. And he didn't. He just kind of applauded the match applauded them and he was a good guy it was a little strange wasn't it it was a very strange segment we, but we did get the know, miz as a baby face one time and it didn't really work but i think that that was more so timing um he might be a baby face i would enjoy a baby face miz maybe not right now considering daniel bryan's back but right. like i said <laughs> in the in the group chat I cannot wait for the main event of WrestleMania 60. Danielle Bryan, or what I call her, Danielle Bella, versus Ms. Awesome, which would be Birdie versus Monroe Sky. <laughs> Gotta have him, you know, give him a good 25 years or whatever. We could have, like, uh, Stephanie and Triple H's daughters in the mix, and... Uh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm waiting till the whole company becomes a soap opera of the the children's children's children of everybody. Orton's kids can turn on the McMahons. <laughs> you know? We do all that kind of stuff, and maybe by then John Cena will be like, "I I guess I'll have kids." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, there's not really anything to say as far as like Just you know, other than they're they're yeah. a really nice couple and. They seem very happy, and, you know, let's hope that this child has a nice, happy life. Yeah, that's pretty much it for that. Uh, congrats, Miz. Thumbs up. I'm having a kid. 
Uh, we already talked about the WWE Hall of Fame as far as our retrospective goes with the res- uh, wrestling with the past for our main event last week, but since then we have gotten some news of some of the things that we weren't aware of yet. We had speculated ahead of time who could be the people that could induct Mark Henry and Hillbilly Jim. Credit to Robert, he guesses the uh, Hillbilly Jim one correct, Jimmy Hart and not Hulk Hogan. Yep, I said they'll chicken out on Hogan. And they'll do Jimmy Hart, and uh, it doesn't add to the intrigue to the Hall of Fame for me, because, you know, he's probably just going to ramble on, yeah, baby, hey, Billy Jim, you know, ooh, he's a big, tough guy, and yeah, baby, (laughs) I'm so great, Jimmy Hart, yeah, baby, like, I'm not, I have some great people in here all the time. (laughs) Yeah, you know? It was so great. Rock and wrestling, man. We were going all over the place. Yeah, baby. I was in the gentries. And yeah, baby. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> I like Jimmy Hart. Uh, he's the type of guy Jimmy that, Hart. like, he's he, you got a little bit of him and it's a, it goes a long way. <laughs> but, like, he looks the same as he has since before I was born. And he talks the same. And <laughs> it's just, Hillbilly Jim, it's so hard to say. Oh, God, I'm so excited for Hillbilly Jim, you know? Yeah. He's, like, the type of guy that exactly uh, encapsulates the Hall of Fame type of spirit that I can understand why people don't necessarily want to watch it, and I'm not going to assume that that's the portion of the night that I'm going to be the most interested in it, but at the same time, I'm like, I get a little bit of a nostalgia trip from it, and I like... Knowing that Jimmy Hart's going to go out and be Jimmy Hart, and Hillbilly Jim will come out, and he'll be very modest, I'm assuming, and probably just be like, wow, this is really great, you know, um, can't wait to... You know, you know man, for, for, a big old, uh, for a big old damn country boy, damn, from uh, Kentucky, this is a very humble honor. Thank you very much, WB. Roll yeah. credits. Yeah, like, basically that kind of a thing, so, like, I'm all for it, uh... Uh, the other person that's going to be the, as far as the like the honorary inducting um, somebody else, uh, Big Show is inducting Mark Henry, which that was one of the ones we were pitching around that like, well, who could induct Mark Henry? Could it be like a Godfather, a D-Lo, a Big Show, that kind of a thing? And it is Big Show. Uh, they have said before in the past they're friends, so I'm not too, too shocked on that one. And I'm kind of hoping that Big Show has at least like one or two funny stories to tell. Because I think that he might. This kind of goes right along with the whole Mohawk Henry's 2011 run came and went so quickly. But Big Show and Mark Henry's matches, when the title was in play, were way better than they had any right to be. And, you know, Big Show, he's a funny guy. He can tell funny stories. I might want to add to the drinking game. Drink if Big Show refers to himself as sexual white chocolate. <laughs> then that has to be what's the 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 furthest thing in there is uh, chug a whole beer. I think uh, no, wait, yeah, it's either that one or they keep drinking until they stop doing whatever, whatever. So <laughs> you got to yeah, do the, you got to do the drink a whole beer if he says that because there's a very good chance that he ends up doing that. You know, we had uh, Mark Henry; he was sexual chocolate, and I know a little something about that. And he like tugs on his jacket. Yeah, you know, uh, they used to call me sexual white chocolate, and then he has that big ass grin. Yeah, <laughs> 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 kind of laugh. But real quick, I I said it in the group chat. I'll say it again because I know we're gonna cover Mania. Big Show is my unfortunate prediction for 
Strowman's partner. <laughs> yeah, I still think that that's the case, too. Although, uh, if it ends up going with Brain Sturman, I'm fucking down for that, because uh, I don't know what I'm going to do for the end of the year awards yet, if I can give him some kind of an award for that, but I probably will, because Brain Sturman is fucking amazing. Um, speaking of WrestleMania, though, we do have something that I did not see this coming. They just keep adding more and more and more to WrestleMania, and this year, they just did, uh, earlier today, they did this announcement the WrestleMania access for invitational tournaments. And I was like, wait, what? So I clicked on the thing and I'm still not exactly sure what the fuck this is. Yeah, me but, neither. You know what? Me uh, I will read it out to anybody who doesn't want to read uh, and they just want to listen to the things. It says, for the first time ever at WrestleMania access, multiple tournaments will be held, each with major championship implications. Featured tourneys, they actually put tourneys, Include the WWE United United Kingdom Championship Invitational, the NXT North American Invitational, the NXT Tag Team Invitational, and the NXT Women's Invitational. The four tournaments will take place beginning Thursday night during Access Day 1 and culminate during Access Day 4 with the tournament winners facing their respective champions in title matches. In addition, Access will feature competitors in action from WWE NXT, 205 Live, UK uh, Tournament, Mayon Classic, as well as Progress and Evolve Wrestling. So that's very interesting. Here's, before we even get into what the matches are that they've announced ahead of time, first things first, they specify on this will culminate during Access Day 4 with the tournament winners facing their respective champions in Except title matches. the fact that we don't have an NXT North American champion. Well, we will. We will at that point. Because Access Day 4? Yep. Access Day 4 is Sunday. It's Sunday? You mean to tell me that the guy who has to go through seven dudes in a ladder match is going to defend his championship on uh, Access? Well, that match must be on the following NXTs, correct? That's kind of one of those curious kind of things because... That following episode of the NXT stuff is almost always recorded ahead of time before TakeOver. And if they incorporate some of the stuff from Access on there, they can get a couple of weeks out of this if they really yeah, want to. Yeah, they'll get a lot of stuff out of the tourneys because that's got to be what it's for, right? But this is also interesting, too. It says, you know, there's these four tournaments. And I'm looking at this right now, and it it has three listed for title matches. It says UK champion Pete Dunne versus UK champion Invitational winner, North American champion versus North American Invitational winner, NXT tag team champions versus NXT tag team Invitational winners. Doesn't say anything on the day four about the women's title match. So, well, because it would be for the NXT women's title. Yep. So they just didn't type that out, I guess. But this is a website right. that has been having some issues here and there where. <laughs> They still don't have a graphic up for the Women's Battle Royal. They uh, Earlier today, they added Mickey James before she was announced. But they didn't add Absolution when they were announced, so I think it's probably a typo on their end. But some of the things that they've specified at a time, looking at these people, we've got Leah Rush versus Buddy Murphy and Dan Maytha versus Drew Gulak in the UK Championship Invitational, which is very surprising to me because I would have so thought Dan if anything... So Dan Maytha would be one of the um, uh, Progress Wrestling guys? No, he's NXT. He's the, uh, he's that dude that, uh, who was it? It was, um, Samoa Joe. They had a thing one time where it was like, 
they're really building up Dan Matha. He's going to make his debut tonight. He's William Regal's next guy, and he came out and he got his ass whooped by Samoa Joe and didn't show back up again. I vaguely recall that. So what I'm curious about with this is it's Leo Rush, Dan Matha, Drew Gulak, and Buddy Murphy. Two people, well, one person in the 205 Live, one person in the NXT Live events, and two people who have popped up and could be popping up in 205 Live in the future for the UK Championship. That's surprising to me because that I would, would have be, thought that that would that have would been be more. Damn. If that, yeah, if that's the case with that, maybe Dan Matha because he's that. Maybe they just want to do Drew Gulak versus uh, Pete Dunn because it could be a good technical match or something like that. But um, we've got Fabian Eichner and Jason Kincaid, Akira Tozawa, and Kona Reeves for the North American one. So they're using quite a bit of like the 205 Live side of things. Jason Kincaid, no idea who he is. Jason Kincaid would be the only person that I saw who's like had zero NXT and he's straight from Evolve Wrestling. He's Evolve? Okay. And he's getting his shot. Because I don't follow Evolve and I don't follow Progress. I guess you could say I have zero Progress. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, so those are fighting for the North American Championship. And I'm, of course, assuming that it's not going to go to Kona Reeves. And I more than likely doubt that it's going to go to Fabian Eichner. I think that Jason Kincaid makes the most amount of sense. You well, just give I, that guy some kind of a spot, you know? He's going to win the title because Eichner is a face, right? I don't think he's anything. Because Kona's, last time I saw him, he was a heel. Yeah, he's um, a heel. Tozawa's a baby face. What's Kincaid, do you know? I, I'm guessing he'll be whatever he needs to be. Yeah. If the if the guy's a face, then he'll be a heel. If the guy's a heel, then he'll be a face. Or they'll just I, do face face. They won't do the heel name. heel. I've seen him wrestle. He's not bad. I can't say that I myself have followed it too well. But you know, good for him. Then we have our NXT Tag Team Invitational first round, which is Mustache Mountain versus Tino Sabatelli and Riddick Moss, and the Street Profits against Cesar Bazzoni or Cesar Bazzoni, Cesar Bonani, or Cesar Dressing Bononi. I, I don't fucking know. They, they keep saying it differently every fucking time. And then some dude that I've never ha- heard them pronounce, but I've seen his name, and I do not know if I'm saying this correctly, but Adrian Joud? Jude? He's uh, a live event guy. And he and Bononi, Banani, Banana, uh, they are sort of a part of a stable that they're playing around with. Uh, the 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 German thing, the uh, Brazilian. Oh yes, and Tainara um, Kanchi is another. It one. might be time to, uh, you know, debut some people because NXT needs some freshening up. Yeah, so I would not be too shocked at all if those two end up winning this. But oh, the Forgotten Sons are in the tournament. Yeah, they do pop up in this too. Um, so this is where that's where it gets a little bit weird. Uh, this is all first round for those people keeping track. We also have the NXT Women's Invitational first round. That's Nikki Cross and Aaliyah, Kyrie Sane and Bianca Belair. I would venture a guess to say Nikki Cross definitely beats Aaliyah. And I'm thinking maybe Kyrie Sane beats Bianca, but it could go the other to way. Give us the one major match of all these tournament matches, which would probably lead to Kyrie and um, Shayna Baszler. That's Assuming what I'm Shayna Baszler gets 
past Ember Moon. Well, day two, actually, before we get to day two, it says, in addition, this session will feature a WWN championship match between title holder Keith Lee and Cassius Ono. No idea who Keith Lee is, but wow. I'm assuming he has a title that he's not going to lose against Cassius Ono. Cassius Ono. So, so that's, that's super interesting to me. You know Keith Lee? Keith Lee is just a he's a pretty hefty African American wrestler, and he's you know big in the evolve WWN scene. But I'm interested as to why the WWE and the WWE Network team has this WWN title being defended. I know that they're good with Gabe Sapolsky and all that, but just interesting to me that this title will be defended. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're just doing one of those things where they're like, look, we got a lot of people in the area and it's WrestleMania and we don't want to work our guys too much on the access side of things, so... Let's bring in these guys. Let's see if they've got anything going on. We probably aren't going to lose anything at all to showcase another company. Because really, for the most part, if you follow professional wrestling, you follow WWE. There's some people that are always just kind of like, no, I don't fucking follow the, the corporate mega hit. I I, I listen to, uh, you know, the beat of my own drum. And I only <laughs> check out fucking Chikara or something like that. Like, But... Generally speaking, you're either following WWE, following WWE and other companies, or not following wrestling. That's so, pretty much it. This and it bothers me that Cassius Ono isn't in the North American title match. I don't I know. Would've... I'm sure that I'm the only one that cares, but it bothers me that he's not in that title match. Nor is he even in the tournament that's on here because he's not listed as. Part of anything for that. But he, he's just going to fight doing a Keith favor Lee. for Gabe Sapolsky. That's <laughs> really interesting to me. Yeah, so he's not going anywhere. <laughs> I, I wish he would. I, I, you know, I really wish he would just go to the main roster already, especially with Brian back in the fold. Well, the round two people are, as far as the UK championship, it is Lindsay Dorado versus Raul Mendoza. So I'm assuming. Lindsay Dorado wins that one. Mark Andrews versus Zach Gibson. Mark Andrews. Uh, never heard of the guy before. Maybe he beats Mark Andrews, but more than likely, Lindsay Dorado versus Mark Andrews. And then we get uh, either Mefa or Gulak versus, I'm assuming, Buddy Murphy beats Leo Rush. So, Buddy Murphy, Drew Gulak, Dan Mefa, Mark Andrews. Uh, Lindsay Dorado is not going to win. Um, I'm going Murphy or Gulak against uh, Pete Dunn, unless they really want to push the idea of just the UK guy with Mark Andrews. But the Zach Gibson guy looks like Oni Lurgan. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Huh. Maybe he'll be uh, stable. <laughs> Oni Lurgan and Danny Birch and Zach Gibson. The, the Brit Amber. God, they all kind of look like the same guy. <laughs> The other four people for the North American Invitational are Chris Dijak. Dijak? Um, that's Donovan Dijak of Ring Dijak. of Honor fame. So uh, he's a seven. I don't know if he's seven feet. He looks like he's seven feet to me, and he does flips. Yeah, I've so heard some good things about him. He's interesting. 
he is fighting Arya Davari, so he is beating Arya Davari. So I'm gonna go ahead and say Donovan, or I guess he's gonna use the name Chris Dijak here, will be winning this tournament. He stands a very, very good chance because the other two people are Wolfgang and Hideo Itami. I don't think either of them are going anywhere for that. I'm so. mad that they have really stuck to Wolfgang. He just doesn't seem appealing to me. No, to me either. I mean, I didn't really like a lot of the people that were in that tournament, but out of the 32 or... Yeah, it was 32, right? It was the 16. Um, I think it was... I think it was 16. 16, because 4-4. Yeah. Yeah. Out of those 16 people, I remember liking Devlin more. I remember liking Gradwell more. Uh, a lot of people more. Devlin, I think, didn't get another chance because he just looks way too much like Finn Balor. He could easily be Finn Balor's <laughs> younger brother. Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking out of that, the group of those eight, Dijak makes the most sense. So, uh, Dijak versus... Question mark. <laughs> Question mark, because we'll talk about it on Wednesday or whatever. Uh, the tag team invitational first round. The other ones are... There's uh, the Brit and Bruisers against TM61. So, who gives a shit? They're going to lose. <laughs> uh, and Sanity against the Forgotten Sons, who have been forgotten so much so that they were even forgotten as part of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. But we have no idea who are going to be the tag team champions at the time because we don't even have the original tag team champions right now. Adam Cole is filling in for Bobby Fish. And, and I think it'll he, continue to stay that way. <laughs> I'm assuming that that's the case. So if they continue, then we'll get Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly against certainly not the Forgotten Sons. Either Sanity, I think, maybe a throwaway match with TM61. But um, Street Profits stand a good chance. Mustache Mountain stands a very good chance because it would be like, well, you guys didn't get your Dusty Roads thing. How about you do this instead? I'm leaning a little bit more towards Mustache Mountain. I'm going to kind of stay in the air because I don't know who the tag team champions are going to be. I I'm assuming it's Adam certainly Cole, not going to be the other two teams. I think Adam Cole stands a good chance at that North American title, though, which would be weird because that means you either have Cole as a dual champion or you have Dunn as a dual champion because I can't see AOP sticking around NXT anymore. Nope. Um. So yeah, it's just a weird toss-up. Maybe they do Dunn and Strong against Mustache Mountain. Mm, not know. seeing it. But the women's, uh, the other four are Dakota Kai versus Lacey Evans, picking up that little thing that they had going on, and Candice LeRae and Peyton Royce. Candice and... LeRae, if Can Candice LeRae should be a major part of the NXT women's wrestling scene. I don't know how she didn't immediately get picked up following the Mayan classic. I'm assuming they're just getting started with her, but I also think she's not going to win this. I think I, that there is going to be a scenario where maybe Peyton Royce beats. Well, I'll put it this way. Nikki cross versus Aaliyah. Nikki cross beats Aaliyah hands down. That's the easiest one to call. No question about it. Kyrie scene versus Bianca Belair. I could see a scenario where Bianca wins, but I don't think that that's necessarily the case. 
And if it's uh, Cross versus Kyrie Sane, I think it's pretty easy. It goes to Kyrie Sane. Uh, Dakota Kai versus Lacey Evans, that's a toss up. And I would I'll lean more Lacey towards Lacey. They're doing the Forgotten Sons deal with her. So I think she stands a chance. Yeah, I think that that's more so the case. And I also think if that's the case, then Candice LeRae beats Peyton Royce. Candice LeRae uh, potentially loses to Lacey Evans, who loses to Kyrie Sane, who loses to Shanda Baszler. But I think that there is a potential here that maybe they switch things up a little bit. Maybe we get Dakota Kai winning this so right, she can just lose to Shanna uh, Baszler. Shanna Baszler, like, choke her out or something. Right. It could just be this, like, because it's not going to be necessarily filmed, and it doesn't have to be something for the WWE Network or for the NXT shows. It could just be a live event thing. And if it's just a live event thing, Dakota Kai beats Lacey Evans, Peyton Royce beats Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai beats Peyton Royce, Bianca Belair beats uh, Kyrie Sane, uh, maybe she beats Nikki Cross, and we get like Dakota Kai versus Bianca Belair, Dakota Kai wins, Dakota Kai gets her ass whooped by Shanna Baszler. You know, that could be the scenario that we get. Because they might not want to do Kyrie Sane against Baszler now, okay. because they might do that for the next takeover, you know? Let me ask you a question. If they happen to go with Ember Moon and you need a heel to win this thing, do you think this is where Nikki Cross finally gets the title? No. Because I'll I'll be honest and say that Ruby Riot, Nikki Cross, and even the iconic duo a little bit have all kind of been swept by really quickly, I think. This is going to tie into the Mania predictions and stuff a little bit, but I think Nikki Cross is leaving NXT somewhat soon. Yeah, you think? Well, that was going to be my next question to you about the iconic duo. Isn't it crap or get off the pot time with them as well? Definitely, and I think that they're guaranteed for the Battle Royal. Yeah, I guess that's the only way you could call them up. So it's just going to be really interesting to figure out because we don't really know exactly how this is going to go down until after NXT TakeOver. The only thing that we know for sure is Pete Dunne is fighting whoever wins the UK thing because he's right. not he's, he, his title's he's not, not on the defending line. it. But different tag champs, different women's champ, different well, what. Any North American champ because we don't have one right now. Inaugural and North American champ. That's pretty interesting that they're doing this. I like that a lot because it actually gives access something pretty interesting. And it would be even weirder if they actually had like somebody retains at Takeover and they lose the title. Like that would be fucking crazy, you know. And that's not beyond NXT because Samoa Joe Mm -hmm. won his first title on a house show. Right, I mean, I that think could be his... just what they need to do to be like, whoa, look at that, we should pay attention to everything, you know? And I think that's the kind of feeling that Triple H is trying to establish. And then this whole thing with Progress and Evolve. They already uh... have a working relationship with them. When you first sent it to me, I thought I was going to read like, hey, here's a match with like Matt Riddle and, you know... You mean give me a big NXT name, Matt Riddle and Cassius Ono, or I thought I was gonna see like a lot of NXT 
evolve crossover stuff. Yeah, I guess it's just a little bit here and there that they're advertising, but there is the potential that maybe they're going to do more. Because it but does say... Them basically saying that they want Keith Lee and Jason Kincaid. Yep. And uh, who are the other ones? Zach Gibson and... Well, they also say... That's the thing, too. Uh, it says... 205 Live NXT UK Championship Tournament, May Young Classic, Progress, Evolve. And there's really not anybody from the May Young Classic that isn't just on NXT. So that kind of makes me think that maybe they're going to just have more matches than this. And because it does say here. Yeah, um, maybe this is like the tournament stuff. And you're going to see like extra hey, fillers. Here's stuff. a random Evolve showcase that we won't see on the network. Yeah, because it says that they're advertising TJP, Kalisto, Gentleman Jack Gallagher, and they're not listed anywhere here. So I'm assuming just more matches throughout the night and or throughout the day. And that's kind of good. So for the people that do check out Access stuff, that's going to be something interesting. And for the record, for somebody who, have gone, who has gone to Access one day, if you're going to spend the money on that, I'm not the biggest fan of uh, autographs and stuff. I kind of think that they're a little bit of a waste because once everybody gets an autograph, it doesn't really matter. Nobody ever buys somebody else's autograph, so it's not like it's worth anything, you know? And you'd only get a a minute or so to talk to anybody, so it's not even really like, oh, I got to meet so-and-so, and and we, like, sat around and bullshat and ate cake for a while. It's You know, it's just what it is. So if you've got, like, some WrestleMania pass and you can go to access all those days, I say watch these matches more than stand in the line. Because you really want to be around a bunch of sweaty-ass uh, wrestling fans that are sitting there going, Yeah, but, you know, the one match that AJ Styles had in TNA with uh, Bobby Roode was so much better when the blah, 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 blah. Nah. <laughs> okay. So, speaking of access and just the enormity that is... WrestleMania weekend and what it's become. What do you think about the banned list of moves and actions by the Louisiana State Athletic Commission? As long as WWE is exempt, like they are, cool. That's right. Because <laughs> so little peek here, folks. Tony is a very busy man covering WWE, and he doesn't watch much else. I would say I don't watch any else. <laughs> I haven't seen a Ring of Honor show in its entirety ever. And, uh, God, like the last time. Nope, never at all. I've watched a couple of matches here and there when people have been like, you have to watch this. And I've been like, meh. A lot of people mark out over the stuff that I don't necessarily do. And, uh, Impact, I mean, I watched, um, three segments of, uh, one of their pay per views. The, um, the first one of, like, the Global Force one, I think. Or something. Yeah, slam Uh Whatever the one was where they had like the Josh Matthews and Scott Steiner thing. <laughs> yeah, that was and, bad. Yeah, I watched uh, like three segments of that, and I was like, I can't fucking do this. Don't get any real chance to watch anything. All the for the most part, I watched uh, the majority, I guess, of uh, Russell Kingdom because you like it. You know, what I saw, I liked. Um, I thought it was pretty funny. I like. I was rooting for a cheeseburger. So uh, when he got to the very, very end of that, I was just like, oh my God, cheeseburger's going to win. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't get a chance to, it's just between too much goddamn WWE stuff and then wanting to take a break. 
I uh, can't really follow the other stuff. So are you looking forward to WWE possibly getting picked up by Fox? Yes and no. It's one of those things where if it works out better, it it could be so much better. But it could also be so much worse. Like if, for instance, they go to two hours for Monday Night Raw, that's awesome. Because they don't have enough for three hours, I don't think. You take out the 205 Live people, which, did we get a single segment of no, Chris no, we tonight? Didn't. I didn't think so. We haven't in, like, the last... Last week was the exception. I think the last few weeks we haven't been getting Cruiserweight segments. Oh, wait a minute. There's another thing in here. I just noticed this uh, just by scrolling. It says, um, Access Day 3, Cassius Ono versus Progress's Walter. Who's Walter? <laughs> His name's just Walter. God. All right. <laughs> God damn it! It's a Walter. <laughs> it's like heading to the ring, weighing whatever fucking pounds from such and such. Walter. <laughs> it's like I don't know Dilbert or something. Um, apologies to all the people named Walter out there. Your name's kind of funny, but uh. Maybe the idea that they haven't been doing so much of the Cruiserweight stuff on Monday Night Raw, maybe part of it is because they just want to focus on 205 Live and they want to make it see like, well, if you want to watch the Cruiserweights, you have to watch 205 Live and see if that works. But maybe it's also them thinking, look, we need to stop putting these on there because we might be going to two hours soon. Uh, you think they're gearing up the audience? A little bit. Well... From what I was reading, it's speculated that Fox might be a little more interested in obtaining the rights to WWE than they are with renewing the television rights for UFC. What do you think about that? I do not know too much as far as like the technical side of things for merchandising rights and you know different positives of like the Nielsen rating system becoming a factor into anything and all the positives and I guess when it comes to that but I I look at WWE and I look at UFC and UFC gets a lot of attention but it gets a lot of attention from people that I think are passing and WWE is dedicated usually if somebody is a WWE fan they're following it every week at least Monday Night Raw but UFC is kind of like people going like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll pop up at the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and I'll check out that, you know, Ronda Rousey fight. Which that now kind of you can thing. only check out on WrestleMania. Yeah, now you can do that, too. But it makes sense to me if they can get it at a cheaper rate and if they can tap into that kind of a market. Because if and then for the WWE side of things, too, if WWE were to go to, you know, network television... They're going to get a lot better ratings. But the weirdest thing of this all, where does football come in? Um, the XFL will be on Fox. Well, you the, got Monday Night Football. Well, Isn't that on Fox? No, I think it's... Is it not on ABC? ABC? I might be dead wrong. I don't know much about football. Uh, let me look that up. I thought it was Fox. Um, I thought NBC had... Or maybe, NBC, maybe NBC, NBC does. Had. 
Let's see. ESPN, uh, Monday Night Football. Just ESPN? No, that wouldn't make any fucking sense. No, that wouldn't make too much sense. Um, it's on Fox Sports Go. Uh, well, yeah, they're showing on all the um, the major outlets, like their streaming services. So there's not one dedicated station for it. It says uh, ESP. ESPN 2006 to present, ABC 1970 to 2005. All right, so you know I'm a little dated. So where the hell did uh, did Fox get in? Doesn't Fox have some kind of football thing? <laughs> yeah, that apparently the NFL TV schedule is spread out to all networks. So that's, yeah, that's weird. not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah, I wish other sports would t- would take that notice. So what is, what does Fox have then? I got. Fox Is gets Sunday certain night? games. Fox gets uh, Sundays. Okay, so if they get Sundays, they get Sundays, and I'm seeing some Thursday games here as well. But they so mostly that, that's not going to interfere with Monday Night Raw, which is good, and that's not going to interfere with Tuesday Night SmackDown. Although SmackDown, if they needed to rearrange it, I'm sure that they would have been able to tell them to do that. Uh, it would be bad because SmackDown is better when it's live. But that whole FS1 thing, I don't even know what channel that is and stuff. If they can get that to be Monday nights are Monday Night Raw, two hours or three hours, doesn't really even matter. That's a huge bonus for WWE. Do you think that they, if they can get Raw on Fox, how big would that be? It it really would be huge, though. That's the thing. And on top of that, that helps them with the XFL because... XFL is going to be looking for people to kind of shop around and stuff like that. And when you don't have the whole Sunday night football thing, then what do you do? You put on the XFL. And I think that that's the key to everything. I think the XFL is really the the driving force of that. If WWE and Fox get to some kind of a deal with uh, Monday Night Raw and for SmackDown and such, they'll probably be like, all right, part of the deal is... When you get the XFL up and running, we're gonna we're gonna have that, which would be a great thing for Vince and for the XFL too. Because if you put the XFL on some rinky dink ass network, like uh, if, remember when SmackDown was a part of like My Network TV or whatever the fuck it was called? Yeah, and stuff. SmackDown had a had a wild run. Yeah, it was like no wonder everybody's watching this garbage. Nobody knows what the hell this channel is and stuff. Which and, it was just the UPN channel, but they changed everything to my network. Yeah. UPN became that and uh WB became CW. CW and CW was supposed to be part CBS, but then I was like, why can't it just be WB? <laughs> like that kind of thing. So that's something that I think that the more and more story comes out about it, the more and more it seems like, you know what, they might be moving to Fox. So I wanted to talk about wrestling TV because MLW, which has recently picked up steam here in Florida, just signed a TV deal to BN Sports. And they're going to be doing shows starting April 20th, and they're going to have an hour-long TV show. Now, MLW was a promotion in like the early 2000s, once ECW and WCW fell. And they picked back up again as a radio network 
doing podcasts like, you know, Bruce Pritchards and Jim Cornette and uh, basically every major name from like the 80s and 90s. And now they have a TV deal. Now, my thing is they already had their own over-the-top subscription service being formed. But yet these companies are still fighting for old-fashioned TV. Do you think that that is still the major place to go in 2018? It's so weird because, yeah, and hell no. It's it's like 2018 right now to be able to, at least from my perspective, to be able to say that you're successful, you need a TV deal. But even as far as two years from now, that might not be the case. Because we're looking at yeah. things like Freeform, I think is the name of it, the, uh, the Disney thing that they want to create. Um, or no, Freeform's like their Freeform ABC is family. the ABC family, Joe. Yeah. So what's the name of the Disney network? Do they have a name for it? Or is it just like the Disney streaming service? I think it's just the Disney streaming <laughs> Yeah. Yes. They're trying to do that. Netflix has, they cornered this whole market. WWE the, Network has the WWE Network. network. Uh TNA Impact, whatever they want to call themselves, whatever that fucking they have thing the is. Global Wrestling Network. Yeah, that's that's not even a thing. ROH <laughs> the Honor Club. New Japan's got something, right? There's the WWN Live. New Japan's got New Japan World. There is Powerbomb TV, which pretty much houses every other independent I didn't cover here. And then there's MLW. And now, Flow Slam, isn't that something? Nope, Flow Slam, I believe, is dead. So you got all those people, and then you got like CBS All Access, and you've got, uh, you know, all the networks are trying to do this thing where they're like, well, if you pay us a little bit amount of money, you can get all of our shows and a bunch of extra things too. They're all trying to do what's going to eventually turn into let's get a package deal going where you can get Hulu and you can get whatever, and that'll be the new fucking cable. It'll just be package deals of streaming services instead of package deals of channels. All we're doing is renaming streaming services and channels. That's it. But I don't think that's going to go the same way. I don't think that people nowadays have the stomach for that kind of a prescription model. And I don't think that we're going to get a scenario where it's $10 for Netflix and whatever much for Hulu and however much for the WWE Network and however much for whatever. And then we're, you can subscribe to 10 different services where you for $10 a piece and it's going to cost you $100. Or you can get your group of uh, 15 different packages and it'll cost you $110. I don't think we're going to do that because I think that people are going to go, yeah, I just don't need Hulu. Yeah, and then I, it's I gonna think be that's like, already forming. I th- yeah, so forming. I think that's a lot of these kind of things, like maybe like New Japan sticks around, maybe WWE Network sticks around. Well, WWE Network will, but I think that we could see like three wrestling services. I think everything will get sucked into Powerbomb TV. I will say right now that I think they're going to be the model for all the independents. But but with Major League, it's interesting because of the names that they have. They have podcasts with all these people. And I know you're a regular listener of Pritchard's, right? No, I've only watched one episode. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, like, I thought you listened regularly. So they also have Tony Schiavone. 
And the interesting thing about this television show is Tony Schiavone will be regularly calling action on weekly television again. Hmm. That's a fun little yay. Maybe we get some backstage interviews with Sean Mooney as well, and we can <laughs> reload the 80s. But, you know, I do have the channel, so maybe I'll pop in and watch it and see how it's going. And I just think it's interesting that these promotions are still grasping for television in 2018. Especially because that television network that they're going to be airing on, I'm assuming that that's a local one, right? No, it's just, it's more of like a sports channel for like soccer and stuff. Hmm. What's the network? BN Sports. I don't know if it's BN or if it's the Spanish BN, but I'm going to assume it's BN because they don't really have too much Spanish stuff going on. BN Sports. Like B-E-I-N? B-E-I-N. Oh, yeah. This looks like this is... uh... Random as hell. <laughs> it reminds me of when uh, TNA got the original Impact deal with Fox Sports. I don't even remember that. Yeah, that was back in 2004. Originally, Impact aired Tuesdays at 3 in the afternoon on Fox Sports. <laughs> that was something. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think TV is the way that it is uh it was back in the day i think that like if you're wwe you need the tv deals and if you're not wwe you're, probably not gonna matter all that much and i think your entire um army your your entire not army what am i looking for your pitch is going to be yay you guys need to be our support system and our army and you need to rally around us and you know we're the little guy mm-hmm. and yeah but, you know, it's something fun to think about. Yeah. Any uh, grab bag ones you want to toss out before we get to our final of the other ones? Um, no. Can't think of anything. Alrighty, guys. Wait, well, we didn't talk about Kid Rock, did, or rather the lack of an inductor for Kid Rock. Nah, fuck him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. they, they didn't announce it yet, so I'm assuming that maybe they don't even have somebody really in introduce them or something or if they do they are just kind of like going to announce it in a couple days so. you know it is monday night where technically it's tuesday morning now we got uh, another day or two they'll probably just be like hey kid rock is going to be inducted by i don't know johnson uh, fat boy slim <laughs> um but the final thing to talk about for this episode, the latest special for the WWE Network was the WWE Ride Along, a phenomenal and glorious getaway episode, which the two different cars were Jinder Mahal and Sunil Singh. I can never remember which one's which. And Bobby Roode and AJ Styles. So first things first, I liked half of this. Which half did you like? Guess. I'm going to guess gender and Tenille. Nope. <laughs> All right. I didn't think that they had any personality. Uh, I, I went for the swerve, so you liked the obvious Bobby <laughs> Roode and AJ Styles. Yep. I mean, the Mahal and uh, Singh thing, it was just kind of like... First thing, I I hate to say this, and you know, to just like flat out make fun of something like that, but gender, his voice, man... He sounded like he was sick or something. He had 
some phlegm in that voice. Yeah, I mean, he does have that kind of going as it is normally, but that was even worse this time around, and I, that was a little bit bothersome to, to listen to, but I also just didn't care about anything that they said, and the only thing I thought, thought was kind of interesting was Sunil apparently has, like, some big fascination with Tupac. Yeah, which is so random. Totally random, and they didn't do anything with this Tupac show on USA with him, as far as I can remember at the very least. No, they didn't. So you would think that he would have been, like, pitching something to be like, oh, man, if we're going to have, like, Josh Dumal and we could do something, like, maybe I can, like, do a guest spot on the show or, like, maybe we could do some kind of thing where it's, like, you know, Tupac, whatever. Probably not nah. ambitious enough. Probably just grateful for the spot that he has. Maybe it's just because it's Sunil Singh. They would have been like, yeah, we're not going to waste our time on Ooh. that. Who is Sunil Singh? <laughs> right. Um, I thought the funniest thing was the random cut-ins of, like, he Slater has to pee. <laughs> uh, but obviously the main draw was Bobby Roode in a car with AJ Styles. Yeah, and the best part of that, I thought, was the playing the uh, wrestling game. I thought it was funny that they were like blatantly saying the wrestler name game, and then the graphic shows up that says WWE name game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised that he actually said TNA, too. He's like, now I could say it, TNA. They usually don't care on the network, and AJ Styles doesn't care. <laughs> when he did that thing with Austin, they were like showing pictures of him in TNA with like the TNA title and stuff. I think it's because it's not TNA anymore that they can say it. Well, no, I think they just, when they're on the network, they're a little more free. And the funniest thing to me was uh, the egg whites thing. And oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> you don't eat like, the yellows. I'll, I'll eat your, don't eat my yellows, or I don't eat your yellows. <laughs> I was like, it's the yolks. That's what it's called, the yolks. You want the, You want my yellows? Like, Have you had egg whites? They're disgusting. Just egg whites on themselves? Yeah. They're fine. I, I hate them. I'm not a big fan of eggs, but if I eat eggs, it's going to be the yolk. Eh, eggs are eggs to me. It's kind of like, if I feel like eating eggs, I want eggs. If not, then it's like, ah, don't give me any of it, you know. But you get like a fried egg on a cheeseburger, it's pretty go- awesome. You get some scrambled eggs with some pancakes or French toast and home fries, and god damn it, I'm hungry. There you go, snack talk. Snack talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there was the funny, you know, neither one of them can woo, even though they were both associated with, with Ric Flair. And they even did the thing where AJ was like, well, I don't want to be Ric Flair. Who would <laughs> want to see me as Ric Flair? And then they kind of <laughs> deadpan the camera like, ooh. Yeah, I thought that, that was really good. That was like easily the best part of it was the Rude and Style stuff. I recommend people checking it out. Yeah, um, I, I would watch it. It's like 20 minutes. If you want to skip a little bit, I'd say skip the General Hall type stuff, because I didn't really take anything out of that. Did you enjoy the metal, the WWF metal videos of Rudy Rude and uh, (laughs) AJ Styles cutting the most Southern promo of all time? Those were, I mean, Rude in general, just like, wow, what a He was so tiny. He He was so small. Yeah, and he had, like, that weird, like, he had, like, kind of the same style hair, but it looked different at the same time, and the facial hair, like, missing was just, like, weird, and it was strange. Um, yeah, really weird, but always nice to know that, you know, they're kind of enjoying where they are, and 
Rude made me laugh with the whole, you know, that song was the greatest thing to happen to me in 20 years. Like, of everything I've done, <laughs> that song, it made me. And a was, confirmation of the Shinsuke Nakamura story. Were they really going to make Nakamura glory? Like, that just didn't seem right. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea why they thought that that would work. Maybe they thought that style of a theme song, maybe they would have left out the glorious and it would have just been the piano that dun 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 you know, I don't know. I don't know, I don't clue, but thankfully it worked out all the well in the end and uh Rude got the song that fits him. And here's the funny thing, we were talking about Flair. Make you feel really old. It was ten years ago that Flair and Michaels had that retirement match. Mm. Jesus. I saw that on Instagram yesterday. I was like, my God. Ten years ago. Like, yeah. Geez. I mean, it makes sense in my mind, but at the same time, it's like, if you would have told me it was six years ago, I would have be- believed it too. Yeah, 100%. That's crazy. Ugh, I hate being old. Um, Yeah, so those are the hot tags for the week, everybody, at least as far as uh, midnight, essentially Monday night goes. And in the course of you know, over the next... Uh, 24 hours, we're going to know who wins the Mixed Match Challenge. We're going to know anything. We're not going to be live for that, right? We're going to be doing a post-show. Yeah, we're doing a post-show, but still haven't figured out anything live yet for YouTube and stuff, mostly because I just haven't really looked into it. But (laughs) we will be doing a post-show for that. That is going to be the next thing that you guys are going to hear us from is the tournament recap and the post-show for the finale. But it's here from us. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We also have... Of course, later on this week, so much fucking more. It's uh, We're going to do our WrestleMania predictions. The, normally, we do our TakeOver predictions first. But this time around, I'm thinking, you know what? There is no fucking way we're going to record TakeOver predictions and then WrestleMania predictions back to back. I'm not doing it. Uh, we've done it in the past before. And we did it for the Rumble, and it was five hours long. Yeah, hours and hours and hours. And I'm thinking, you know what? Screw it. We're going to switch it up. WrestleMania predictions coming up first. Wednesday afternoon is when we're going to be recording that. So that you're going to see that sometime Wednesday night. Wednesday night, we got NXT. So after that's done Thursday, we will be able to do our NXT predictions. And then Friday night, we've got the Hall of Fame. So nothing for the Hall of Fame on that. I'm not going to do a post show for that and just be like, that was funny when so-and-so did this. I'm going to be posting something on the uh, Mega Maniacs for a live chat for everybody to just talk throughout that. Then we got TakeOver on Saturday night, so TakeOver post-show. And then we got WrestleMania for 19 fucking hours, it seems. WrestleMania post-show is going to happen. And Are we then, really going to do a post-show? Like, yep. <laughs> and then we got the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania and the Tuesday Night SmackDown after WrestleMania. Those two shows are pretty big so i'm probably gonna wait to do the hot tags until after those are done because you've already gotten more than enough content over this week and i need a little bit of a breather but wednesday afternoon or so we're probably going to take care of that as well as next wednesday we're going to reveal the winner of the smart madness tournament which means that in a day and a half at this point the round five finals is going to be posted right now we're in the semifinals Round four is going to conclude with, uh, you know, figuring out the last two people for that. Or not the last two people. It's not people. It's gimmick matches. Um, So you will only get a little bit of a chance left to vote on those kind of things. Vote while you can on those. 
If you want to be aware of all the podcast material stuff that we've got coming your way, uh, this week we're doing that stuff. Next week we're doing the tournament recap and stuff. And the week after that, we're going to be doing, I think, the mailbag. That if I remember correctly on that one. So stay tuned for that kind of stuff by subscribing to the YouTube channel and ringing the bell for notifications and also following us on Facebook and Twitter at SmartOutMoment. You can also follow my other stuff at Fanboys Anonymous and all over the place on that website. Myself at Tony Mango. You can follow Robert at Dude Felice. Anything else you want to toss out there? Uh, stay tuned to the weeklies and all the weekly content on SmartOutMoment.com. Uh, pandemoniummania.com that's spelled pandemoniumania and uh, yeah that's it we'll, you'll be hearing a lot from us this week so this won't be the last time I'm plugging something <laughs> you'll be hearing too much from us this week Yeah, and I am going to hate all the editing I have to do but somebody's got to do it so we will see you when we see you, everybody. Thanks for tuning into this. Drop your comments below and tell us anything that you would think about for any of these topics or anything else you want to talk about. We will see you next time. This has been another Smart Out Moment, and we're being counted out.